start us off. Hey. All right. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Um, should we keep that as the intro? Are you doing that? We'll keep That's it. That's awkward, but um, okay. So, as you guys can see, very different setup for this episode. Um, I don't know if we had mentioned it already. Thomas is doing cheer camps for like an entire month. Six weeks. Yeah. And is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, hey, I'm his friend and roommate. didn't know that. Um, but yes, Thomas is going to be gone for a very long period of time. So he will not be on these episodes. He might be on a call. We've thought about that, but that's like really awkward and weird. Um, I kind of like the idea, though. But of him being on a call? Yeah. Well, the thing is, if we do that, it would just be me and like somebody else here. And then Thomas would be on the phone. We thought about it, but I think that'd be kind of weird. So, but if you think it's not, then I maybe we'll consider cool, especially like- because Allie's here. You guys now can see what she looks like. She was, she's been on before. The last appearance that you made was our first our Music last- and Movie Monday, and you were uh, hiding behind the camera. So I did. I was the cameraman. And you were moderating it for us. Um, but yeah, so... You're screwed because Tom's probably going to do one with you. So Allie will be on for the third time. I don't think so, but. And you are in the elite club of two appearances because Craig is the only other person that's had two appearances. So Funny because I never wanted to be on this podcast and here I am. Uh, on it twice. Cool little story. So because this makes us sound extremely prepared. It makes me sound extremely prepared. Um, going into yesterday, I had nobody to be on <laughs> Wednesday's episode, and Allie kidnapped me at mo- 1 in the morning to go get food. And uh, I said, do you want to be on? And she said, no. And I said, please, I have nobody. <laughs> and she said, okay. I asked him, I said, are you guys doing still doing the same schedule? He said, yeah. I said, well, who's going to be on for the episode tomorrow? Apparently me. All right. So, um... Yeah, here we are. Thomas won't be here, unfortunately. Um, so if we just lost like half our viewing base, that's probably why. But hopefully, uh, y'all still stick around because I think we'll have a pretty good conversation. Is it hot in here to you still? No, it's kind of cold. Okay, because the air is on and it's still kind of hot to me. So I'm literally freezing. Whatever. Um, to get things started... Random question, but it has a story for what happened to me today, and it's going to make you laugh, so I want to ask you first. What? How good are you with, like, needles and, like, getting your blood drawn by the doctor? Um, one to ten, probably about a three. Three as in, like, I one like is good, and then ten is, like, get me out of this place? Ten is good? One is bad. Oh, so you're horrible. I'm, like, teetering on the edge of terrible. I used to get, like, tied down and have to get, like, shots, so. Do you need, like, somebody there with you to, like, hold your hand while you do no, it? No, I just, like, look away, close my eyes, and, like, literally sing my favorite song. And at the moment, you know what my favorite song is, but. <laughs> okay, well, when's the last time you had it drawn, then? Or, like, had a needle potent? Uh, blood drawn? Probably a couple of years, honestly. Really? I've been a healthy kid. Well, in the way that they don't require to take blood, because there's... You know, we can get into that later. Um, anyway, to transition to my story, if you can see on my arm. Blood drop? Um, so my doctor needed me to get my blood drawn. 
and I'm off to Dan tomorrow, as you know, mm-hmm. and now you guys know. Um, so I need to go in and get my blood drawn to test like a couple things, because the last when I got my blood drawn before that, it was just for thyroid stuff, and she needed other like cholesterol, iron, other like weird stuff. So today, lucky me, was the day that I had to go and get that done because it was my off day. So I go to the place, I go in, I try to check in, and I put my uh, license on like the, the reader. It doesn't read. So I have to type in the stuff manually. And we switched insurance recently, so I had to type in that stuff manually, and I'm pretty sure I messed that up. <laughs> so I sat down, and the guy calls my name, and I go up there. I was like, hey, I think I put the insurance in wrong. Can you like type it for me? And I like handed him my phone that had the insurance card on it. So that was already I knew I was screwed because I couldn't even check myself in properly. So that was a good sign. So I sit back down. and Well, before I sit back down, uh, the nur- is it a nurse that like takes the blood? or I thought it was a phlebotomist, but maybe that's a different part of blood. Yeah, or I don't know what they're called. Kayla's episode was last week, and she knows probably a lot more about this terminology than I do. But anyway... Um, she started talking to the guy at the front desk, saying like there was some sort of complication with the woman that she had taken back there for her blood to get drawn. So I was like, cool. But I didn't really think anything of it because that woman walked out like while I was still talking to the guy. So I was like, all right, well, they put out the fire or whatever the problem was. So she leaves. I sit down. Like two minutes go by. And the dude has me go back to the room or the the woman uh opens the door and she calls me back there she's like hey how are you doing today she's a younger girl like probably fresh out of college or something she was like pretty young like 24 25 maybe if i had to guess um super sweet she calls me back and for like this blood work you have to fast so like i i didn't eat or drink anything other than the water that i had to like take my medicine this morning so I go back there, and it's always weird to me, like, because you have to fast, but also you need water for them to, like, find a vein. So it, like, to me, that makes no sense whatsoever. So I sit down. She's like, what uh, arm do you prefer? And I always do my left arm because, like, I don't know how they do the, the dominance and all that. Um, so I was like, all right, let's do my left arm. So I put my left arm out. She's, like, poking around uh, on, I don't even know what the space would be called opposite your elbow or whatever is this called something i'm a business major okay kayla <laughs> please tell us sorry what that for is. the disappointment um so yeah she starts poking around like normally where they uh find the vein or whatever and she's poking there for like three minutes or something which never happens to me and keep in mind i forgot to mention i'm like really good with like needles and blood and stuff like that i used to be horrible with it i hate most things that come to like medical stuff but that like i don't look at it like some weirdos out there that are like ooh, and they like watch the blood leave their body but i'm not bad with it like when they do it they're like little pinch i'm like this is nothing so she's poking around and i'm kind of like you good what's going on here and she's like, yeah, I can't seem to find a vein. And I'm like, cool. So she finally finds one. And she puts the needle in. And she, like, sits there for a minute. And, like, normally they grab the little vial or whatever and then put it in the where the needle thing is. She doesn't do that. So she's just, like, looking at the needle. And I'm like, I, like, look up at her. I'm like, is everything all right? And she's like, well, like, I put it in the vein, but, like, nothing's coming out. So I was like, okay what that mean so so like we we sit there for like a minute or two and just like nothing happens she's just like hmm 
which is always a great sign of confidence <laughs> from whatever you said that they are just like hmm and i'm just like hmm what does that mean so she takes the needle out and i'm like oh like nothing came out and she's like no and i was like okay well, like do you want to try the other arm she's like yeah we're probably gonna have to because like they need to collect my blood and nothing happened so she's like all right so she preps this arm still like poking around my arm and like having trouble and again it was the whole hydration thing um it's a really long story i'm trying to make it shorter uh but she sticks the needle in nothing happens again so she's like jiggling it around i'm just like <laughs> as i'm sitting there she's trying to get like the blood and it finally she goes like excuse me to the guy that i was talking to at the desk because i think he was more like certified or whatever i get which i don't know why they had why that brother behind the, the desk? desk yeah i don't know he was putting in the schedules and everything um she's like excuse me and he's like yeah and he comes around the corner and she's like yeah nothing because this time like this much came out like it blood came out but it wasn't enough obviously so she calls the guy around and she's like yeah i'm like i'm trying but like nothing's happening i don't know what's going on so he like gives her tips on how to like jiggle it <laughs> for like the blood to come out i guess so she like pulls the needle out a little bit it's still in my vein but she like pulls the needle out still nothing's happening and now I'm like freaking out because like when she told me she was going to do the other arm, all right, all right, maybe in the right arm, she'll have more success, whatever. But nothing happened. So I was like, okay. So he's like, all right, let's try the left arm again. And I'm like, excuse Bruh. me? I said, we're going to do what now? So she pulls the needle out and the guy's like, all right, like, are we good to do the other arm? And I was like, are we? Like, is that going to like, am I going to pass out or something? If you're going to like poke it, poke the needle in me again? He's like, no, 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 like, we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay, I, you know what you're talking about. I'll trust you. Um, so the dude puts the needle in immediately. It works. Like, the blood comes out, and he gets, like, two vials or something of it. So I don't know what she was doing. I felt bad for her because, like, you could tell in the tone of her voice that she felt, like, really bad. She kept saying, like, are you okay? Because the guy was talking her through it. He's like, all right, so at this point you ask the patient if he's okay. And I'm like, is this a lab? Are we doing an experiment or something? So he's like, you ask the patient if he's okay. And I was like, you the know. The patient is crazy I'm like, when it's you. Yeah, like, and you I'm sitting right patient, in front of him. Mm. I'm sitting right in front of the dude. He's like, ask the patient if he's okay. And she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, I guess. So he collects the blood. He, like, pulls the needle out and everything, and my vision just goes, like, blurry. Like, almost immediately. I start sweating bullets, and I'm like, what? Because they just poked me three times. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, well, I might pass out here in a second. And he's Did like, you tell him? I, I was like, yeah, but, like, I can't see. Like, something's going on. And he's like, no, no, you're fine. Like, don't worry about it. Um, so, like, she brought me some water. And he's trying to, like, talk me down, the classic, like, 911. They'll be, like, uh, they'll try and talk you out of, like, what's happening, especially right now because it was kind of, like, their fault. Um, so he's, like, trying to talk to me or whatever, and, like, I can't see. And he tries to get me, like, read the vial that had, like, my name on it. And I'm, like, <laughs> I was, like, it says Cole, but, like, <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> so we're just sitting there, and, like, I just start talking to this guy about college, and like my life because he's like talking me down from what's happening and meanwhile i have both of the like athletic tape wrapped around like both of my arms because i'm just like like what is it like the well <laughs> get the water <laughs> so he had to like sew me back up basically i'm just sitting there i'm like yeah i'm a sociology major and everything and he's talking me down from it but um but yeah i almost passed out and i thought that was pretty cool worst experience i've had like i said i'm normally like really good with that stuff but uh, today you are but yeah, worst experience I've had. And then I had to go to the store right after that. 
So I'm on the phone with my mom in the car, and I'm just Hilarious. like, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I, I, I felt like you would appreciate that. So I just wanted to share that with you. I love how your go-to when you're, like, literally dying is like, yeah, I'm a sociology major. Could have been about literally anything Well, the else. guy, so the guy asked me. So that was, like, his question. He was like, uh, he just started asking me about, like, uh, oh, you have any plans today or something? I was like, no, I'm off. And then he asked me about, like, where I work. And I was like, oh, yeah, but, like, I'm still in college and everything. So we started talking about it like that. And then this part was weird to me because he he said when I, like, I guess regained consciousness or something. He was like, all right, man, we'll, like, uh, come back sometime and, like, we can continue the conversation. I and I was like, what do you mean come Absolutely back sometime? Absolutely not. Like, uh, he's like, you know what, Mom? I'm going to go get my blood drawn because <laughs> Gary over at this place, I never finished that conversation with him. But also, do you want to go back there again? No. No. <laughs> At least not if that girl's working. And I felt so bad. Like, you know me. I was, I was trying. I almost wanted to, like, tap her on the arm before I left okay. and be like, no, you're, like, you did fine. It's, like, totally but cool. Also, no, you did. But again, this is, I feel like your thing with, like, fast food, if that doesn't come to you correctly, you'd be like, what the? <laughs> you almost made me pass out. So. Loki, after the first try, I'd have been like, you want to try again? Are you sure you don't want someone else to try again? I'm really glad she called that guy because if she poked me again, I might have died. So, um, also the fact that your vision blurred, like, <laughs> no, it was like that would have been it for me. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was just like stress because I, I, at that point, I was just like kind of hyperventilating because I was like, they're putting the needle in me three times, and I'm like, okay, I don't, in my mind, I'm like, all right, this is the end. And then he finishes, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, <laughs> I start getting a little drowsy, and my eyes get, or my vision gets like really starry and everything. The guy's like, you're all right? And I'm like, mm, not really. <laughs> I can't really see right now. So shout out to that guy. Shout out to the girl, though, too. Shout out to Gary for really coming through. We uh, we all got to start somewhere. So his name wasn't Gary. You know, so I just randomly thought of a I name. Gave, it's fine. He'll yeah. be Gary. Um, but yeah, so that was my story. It only took like all of the episodes so far. <laughs> so uh, Solid halfway through, and I've barely even spoken. And the funny part is, Thomas and I talked about it. Allie's last episode, we wanted to be more about her, and it apparently wasn't and then now i started off the episode with like a tw- 11 minute story so you guys are really good at. i feel like you're just like comfortable with like telling me your lives and then it may or see, may see but not i knew you would love that episode. because of like i you were in pain and that's yeah kind of and funny. i was just like a raisin sitting in the chair <laughs> and the guy was like you good and i'm so <laughs> just feeling my pulse and everything but yeah anyway so i thought you would appreciate that so i wanted to share this that's a great story um so actually now into what i have planned for you so Allie just had her niece and she was watching her niece for was it four days yeah while her sister was in texas yeah um the original plan was to get austin her niece on the podcast yesterday um but baby's gonna baby and she didn't feel very well so yeah she's a bit fussy you yeah. wouldn't have enjoyed it. So, well, and even if she wasn't fussy, I feel like if we had her sitting still for like 30 minutes, she still would have like cried at some point or you would have had oh, to feed sure. her. So if we just cut to you, you're like, yeah, like I, we, and you're just holding <laughs> yeah. a baby. Um, yeah. So you had your niece the past few days. Um, the episode was going to be called Austin Alley, which I thought was going to be adorable, but because Austin's not here and that, huh? We can put some pictures. I was going to say, um, here's what she looks like. We can flash some photos of her on the screen while She's very cute. I talk. She's adorable. I took a picture with her. I showed my s- 
No, I showed Zuri. And Zuri said I looked terrified when I was holding her. <laughs> I thought I looked fine. But she was like, yeah, you guys both look terrified. I was like, she might. I thought I was okay. Um, but yeah, so her being here kind of made me think a little bit about what we would be talking about today because we've had this conversation off of podcast, but now we can have this conversation on podcast. I'm a little scared. Um, why is every, I feel like whenever, like, especially when Thomas is here, people are like, well, I'm nervous. And I'm like, I hope you're not because we're not okay, going like, to ask Okay, like, not him. actually, but also sometimes the things that I say, like, do I want to Well, that's on you. It? I can't help you at that point. Um, because when you were taking care of her, I feel like you're going to make, like, a really good mother one day. And I think I told you that. And if I didn't tell you that, then that sucks. I didn't, but Because now I'm telling you this. Um, so... What like what makes that so easy for you? Because if my sister told me to do that, I would have been like, no, and just given her like the child back because I, I mean, do not like, trust myself. Well, okay, so she's not the first kid, which is like a lot easier with her first kid. Like I'm the baby of the family, so like I'd never been around a child. Mm. So this is the second child, but um, I don't know. I just like care about her and like my sister and. That makes it sound like I don't. But yeah. Well, I mean, like, no, like, I genuinely, like, I love that kid. Like, I don't know. Also, like, I feel like my sister's done a lot for me. So, like, if I can repay her back in any way, like, I will do it. See, I'm with you on that. But this was a very, like, tall order, I feel like. Because if your sister's like, hey, can you go put some gas in my car? I'd be like, sure, hand me the keys. She's <laughs> like, can you watch my two-month-old daughter? <laughs> I might be like, yeah, I don't know about that. So. But, like, my sister, like, raised me. Do you know what I mean? Like, she was my parent for, like, I don't even know how long. Mm. So, like, if I have to step into the role of parent for a couple of days, like, that's easy compared to what she did. See, but, like, where did you get the skills, though, I, like, because I know that this is our second child, but like, where did you get like the soft-spoken voice, the patience to be able to like take care of this child and everything? I feel like it just like comes with you. Like, it's nothing that you just like wake up one. Like, I mean, low-key, you kind of just like wake up and you have it. Like, it's not like I learned. I mean, I kind of learned from watching. Like, I learned from watching her like how to change a diaper and like yeah. how much to feed the kid. But other than that, like, it's just kind of like a natural instinct like it's not something you have to like force yourself to learn you kind of either got it or you don't well did you did you ask her like the preliminary questions but like when do i have to feed her or like that kind of stuff or you were just i mean like whenever i'm home like i'm an active aunt like i like when i'm with her i step into the role of like a caretaker kind of for the baby so like if i didn't really have to ask like it's not a lot of things that you, I would need help with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just kind of works. Hmm. And also she's not a really hard baby in general. Like she's not colic. Like she's not like overly crying. It, she just kind of loves being cuddled, loves attention and needs food. And that's really it. See, but that's my thing though, because like, because I have no patience and a lot of things, especially with children, like, because my whole joke was that she was just boring because Allie would just, like, send me pictures of her. And I'm like, okay, child. Like, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> but also, like, we joked about it, like, because you just you couldn't go anywhere, really. Or, like, yeah. do stuff with friends because you had to watch her. But it's a lot. I will say, like, as she gets older, it'll be a lot easier to go places. It's just hard to go places with a two-month-old. Because, yeah. I mean, 
then any moment she could turn the up so like yeah it's give and take also I didn't have the stroller so then I would have to like put her or like carry her completely and that's just not as comfortable well I thought about it too because when I um came over and brought you your target order (laughs) I was like uh oh what if like if we get hungry maybe we can go out to eat or something like that but I was like no we can't because (laughs) I'd probably be like what this and just start screaming so well she does really like the car but I mean like yeah I also just feel like she's a baby like there's only going to be this stage of like where you stay in with her for so long before like you need to go and like help her explore and show her new things so like the Mm. stage of like being in the house with her like it's only going to last for so long. Yeah. Well, because if it was, because uh, my youngest niece is four now. If it was like a four-year-old, then like maybe you got me on that one. Because like we had this conversation. This sounds terrible openly. But if it's somebody that I can like communicate with, maybe you got me on that one. Because I love communicating with people. But if you just like scream and I'm like, I don't know what you want from me. I don't really know what to do about that. I also just think that, like, you know. Like, if I know she hasn't eaten in over a couple hours, I'm like, she's probably hungry. Or she just ate, but randomly she's fussy. She probably needs to burp. Like, it's just, like, things that you just, like, gain over time. Like, it's just something that you, like, realize. Also, I, like, understand that, like, she has no other method of communication. She purely only knows screaming, sleeping, and smiling. So, like, that's it. That's what you got. Well, also, too, because you got horrible sleep for a decent amount of the time that she was there. Yeah. Understandably, yeah. of course. Um, but my sleep schedule is screwed up already as is. But I can't imagine getting, like, three hours of sleep and then just having to stay up the rest of the day. Because you can't – like, you're by yourself. You can't – Okay, but, like, you got – so she'll give me, like, three-hour intervals. Except for that last night. She gave me two-hour intervals. But <laughs> <laughs> that one was brutal. Oh my god! I told you she was congested, and I meant it. She was waking up every two hours, so was I. But that first night, like, the three hours and then going back to sleep, like, I could not do it. But I figured out how to do it because I knew that was the only way I was going to be asleep. But also, you have to think, like, I run on E all the time. Like, I run myself exhausted. So, like, I feel like it was just another challenge to get through. Mm. Well, inadvertently, that kind of touches on something I'll ask you in a second. But we're not going to go ahead and get there yet um because this i don't know if we've talked about and if we have i don't remember your answer to it so thank goodness you can remind the uh, the viewing okay. public about it um what is your view on kids like how many do you want if you want them um, i'm assuming you want children i do i want one biological child and then i'd like to foster and possibly adopt another child that's right do you care if for the biological child, do you, do you care, like, boy or girl? Oh, no. I, that's not a big thing. I would rather have a healthy child and be like, yeah, I need a girl. But my family doesn't have any boys in it, so I feel like the expectation everyone thinks I might have a boy because we don't have any. I didn't think about that because, yeah, it is just you and your sister, and then she had two girls. So. And then my, like, uncle also has one girl, so we, there are no girls. My other uncles don't have kids. See, that's the thing with my family, because I'm I'm the only boy, and my sister's only had two girls. So, if I'm the next one to have kids, I guess, even though I'm, like, the third oldest, then that'd be funny, like, if I have a boy. Because, like, because I look at it, I don't really care 
which one I have. I mean, because I see like the pros for both of them. I don't. I don't want to look and say like there's cons. I see for the it. pros for both. Of them. Um, it's crazy. Because like if you okay, so like because if I have a girl, then that father daughter connection that like dads have, I think it's really sweet. But then yeah. like if I have a boy, then I can teach him stuff that like my dad taught me. And then especially like if he has sisters and stuff like that. See, I don't know if there's anything that like my dad like missed out on like i feel like uh he taught me everything that you think oh boys yeah learn. like for sure kind of just like i don't know so i feel like i wouldn't like mind either or because i don't know now for the biological child you don't care but are you going to depending on what the biological child is are you going to adopt opposite no so I'm, you're, you're completely not like it's like up to the lord the universe and all that stuff like so you're just I completely inclusive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I just don't see a pro-con thing about, like, children. Like, you either have them or you don't. But you never thought about that, though? Like, if you have a daughter, you want to, like, dress her up, do her hair, stuff like that. Or if you have a son. Not really. I'm also, like, more of a... Less of a, like, stricter, like, I don't want my little girl to be a princess unless she wants to be a princess. Like, she, she wants to be a kick-ass, I don't know, race car driver. Go be it. Like, so, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not really, like, set in, like, a, oh, I really want. Like, that's just not me. Mm. But I understand that that's some people, and I don't, like, think there's anything wrong with it. But, like, just me personally, I would rather value other things. I do want to wait to have kids, though, until I'm, like, good, old, and have money. <laughs> Well, so that kind of inadvertently leads me into another conversation because I, I've had this with a bunch of my coworkers. I don't know if I've had it with you. So what is the right age for, well, first for marriage? What do you think is the right age for to, like, me? get married? Yes. For me personally? Yes. I don't want to get married until I've got a doctorate degree. So, so how old is that looking like? We're looking at 27, 28. Okay. And then I personally don't want to have kids. I don't want to have a biological child before I'm married, but if I happen to end up fostering a child before then, that's completely fine. But mm. um, me personally, like, those ages are pushed back because I want to have a career first, and I feel like that's not selfish. That's just realistic. Yeah. Um, but I know that for other people it's different. Like, we talked about my sister. Like, she's completely different. Like, she wanted the family and then the career. Which I think is great. I just just think that speaks to who she is. Like, she wanted to be a mother first, and I want to be a mother second. Yeah. So, you said, like, 27, 28 for marriage. So, then when does that push for kids? Like, how soon after that? Yeah, I want to be done having kids by the time I'm 33. So, So when do you start, though? Like, Uh, 30? Maybe. I'm not, like too time heavy on it i just know like there's obviously a biological clock and like i don't want to have like a high risk pregnancy or something like that hmm. but i also don't think that like children would limit me in any way like i would still travel the same amount if i wanted to i would just bring them along for the adventure like i'm not and also by the time i get married i think i'll probably have dated that person for a good bit but yeah um plans two things one hold the mic just a little bit closer to your mouth Okay. Two. Uh, I feel like I follow pretty close to that. I, I look at this very differently than a lot of other people. And others that I've talked to about it, um, they kind of fall more with like how our generation is now, where it's like a lot of people are getting married very young. And that was kind of a segue into the next thing I was going to talk to you about. Um, 
but a lot of people are getting married. His co-host is actually FaceTiming me right now. Uh, me and Cole are recording the podcast. In yeah. a way, your timing could not be worse. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Can we? Can she call you back in like fifteen minutes? Sure. Okay. podcast. Thomas, everybody. <laughs> hey. Well, I'll call you back after this. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. It's kind of funny, actually. The comedic timing of that is ridiculous. He usually calls um, me right about this time, so that lines up. Anyway, uh, so I feel like our generation specifically is a lot of people are getting married around like 22, 23, 24, like that area. I'm, you know me, I'm a lot more like old fashioned when it comes to like dating people or like when I I also think that like old fashioned is dating and getting married younger because like if you think about it, like our grandparents were married around like 18, 19, 20. Yeah. So it's not like it's like a new thing. It's just like. That is true though. And now that I said that, I feel like that doesn't make any sense because like people like, okay, Meg's parents, for instance, they got married like mad young or at least like they had kids, I think pretty young. Um, so yeah, old-fashioned might not be the right word. But I look at it more as in, like, I kind of want to, like, live my life before, which is, like, what you were talking about, where Alexis was different, where she, like, has kids first, and then she'll live her life after that. I look at it more as in, like, a, I'm still pretty young. I kind of want to, like, go out and do things first and not be tied down to, like, a child or marriage, I guess. But that's not really something that you can account for. The, the child more so, yes. But marriage, like... If you meet the right person, then you guys get married. Because yeah. um, that leads me into my next question, because you just went to a wedding, and which is good, actually, because you told us like very little about that, which is probably on purpose, and also like we're dudes, so you're probably not going to be like, oh my gosh, guys, listen. I was going to say, I don't think, I didn't think you guys wanted to hear like, hear our wedding highlights. Well, it's funny, because Allie is actually coming to my sister's wedding in September, um, so we were we talked a little bit about marriage. Um so, like, how was that? How was the experience? Um, honestly, I think it's really good. They're, like, my first friend, like, my first, like, age group people to get married. Like, they're mm. one slash two years older than me. But um, it was good. I, like, am happy to see that, like, A, love is cute. But then also just, like, being in the air where everyone's, like, fully supportive of, like, people is just nice to see. And they're also really religious, and I haven't been to a wedding quite that religious ever before which was nice to see and like it was something new because how old is pay page 22 yeah and how how long have they been dating six years oh my gosh okay yeah they started dating in high school i didn't know it was that long yeah. well that's sweet it's like yeah. a high school sweetheart story yeah um well, that's really cool because i i love the atmosphere of weddings and everything um like dudes don't really say that very often but like i used to we talked about i used to cater so like i would go to a bunch of weddings and i always thought they were really cool um sorry that they had me bring them food but i thought it was pretty fun just to see like everybody's different view of what their like dream wedding is um because okay for you do you want to are you going like all out i feel like i know the answer to that question i feel like my parents are gonna have to reel me back down but like yeah i would be like that'll probably be the biggest party 
I'll ever have in my life. So yeah, yeah. Because my dad has given me some very sage advice, which I feel like you would probably agree with. Yeah. Which is that day is yours. And it's very much just like a, hey, sweetie, does this look nice? You're like, oh, that looks great. Oh, for sure. And you say nothing else other than I that. think, I w- no, but I still want, like, whom- whomever it is to be an active participant. Yeah. But, like, also, we have to remember how extra I am. Like, it's... <laughs> See, I- It's going to be, like, in, like... It's not even, like, the guest amount. Like, that's not it. Like, it's not like, oh, I want, like, 30,000 people there. But it's just, like all the cute little details and like the special like it's not even the amount of people like i don't want that many people there but Mm. it's all the rest of the stuff that i think is important to me yeah uh because yes i definitely see you going above and beyond um and of course obviously like men the the input is there's a tiktok that if i can find it i want to like send it to you which is um like a girlfriend asked her boyfriend like hey which top do you think is cuter and it's like red or green he goes oh, i like the green one she's like all right and she comes out wearing the red, red one yeah and you're just like okay why would you ask me because <laughs> like in, on that level we've definitely had those conversations we're like which one do you like or like which of these dresses do you like i'm like oh i think that one's pretty cute and you're like no nah, i like this one and i'm like yeah, okay and then i like that one because i know that there's no point in me disagreeing with it um which also thomas told me do you already have your dress for mine probably what do you mean? I bought probably? a lot of dresses recently. Loki, I tried on like five today, anyways. Okay, because he but. told me that you already had yours, and I just today called the bridal place to get a fitting for mine. I will. Okay, I have lots of options in different colors. So you don't officially ones. have it yet. But like, no, I haven't like narrowed it down. Like, this is the one. Okay. Well, he told me that was so gross that I did that, but what? This is the this one. This is yeah. Whatever. Because he told me that you had it, and I was like, huh? And then now I we're have talking lots about lots of options. Okay, but well, thank also, goodness you haven't bought it already, though. Yeah. I was also waiting for a little bit more direction. Well, you have a little bit more freedom because you're not, like, in the wedding. Yeah. Um, I'm in it. So I have to, like, there's a lot of planning that goes on behind that. Which, the one part about, like, being a guy in the wedding that I just gave me complete headache because I was on the phone with my mom earlier today about it, and I called, like, two different places about, like, fittings and stuff. Um, and I was like this the whole time because it, it was so boring to me. The Because the, the funny part was I called like the official place that we're getting it from. And I said, hey, my sister and her fiance, I think, put in an order for the suit. Can you guys like check if you have it? He goes, oh, yeah, give me a second. And he puts me on hold. I didn't tell him anything. So he put me on hold to check on who knows what. Maybe he had something Maybe in the oven. Maybe he was oven. just like I, transferring you or something. No, he did. it was the same dude picked back up. Love that. So he was like, hey, what's the name? And I'm like, well, I feel like you should have asked for that before you put me on hold. But um, So yeah, that was kind of cool for me to do that. I had quite the day. I almost I died. I called about fitting consultation. I liked my sister's wedding, though, and like being an active participant. In it. When did they get married? Uh, first year of college, so I want to say 2020. Yeah. Did um, she graduate college? Mm-mm. Where'd she go? Uh, UNCG. And oh. then my brother-in-law graduated from Central. Central? North Carolina Central University. Oh. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Durham. But yeah, uh, in terms of like wedding atmosphere, very, I mean, from the pictures that I had seen from you guys, it looked like you had a blast. Oh, so. yeah. Did you see my dump post? Yes, I did yeah. see your dump post. That one where it was like, I think Michaela was in the front. Uh, you guys were, were like. the towels? Yeah, there were napkins or something. Yeah. They're, um, um, they got um, 
Tyler's a big Steelers fan, so they got like towels that look like the Steelers towels. Oh, the and terrible it said, like, towel. Yeah, the Urban Wedding on them, and so they were really cute. Oh, that's cool. Because that that moment. picture was like mad cinematic, and I was like, dang. It, it was a cinematic moment. It was really cool. Was it? Because yeah. yeah, like I was looking, and everybody that I know that like. I mean, I've never met Liv before, but like, I was the, say, did you see Liv in it too? Well, I saw it was like you, Bailey, Liv, Michaela. Am I missing it? Is that Ashley? Ash. Well, I don't pink know. dress. I. Yeah, sure. I don't really remember what Ashley looks like. Um, but yeah, like I saw, I was looking for like each of you in it, and then like it had the the shot of because then it was like you guys were all clear, and then the back was like blurry and everything, and I was like, how do they? do this so we were at the front table which was lucky was good for that moment um but yeah i thought that was pretty cool so um okay last subject because i didn't mention earlier but this is gonna be a shorter episode because our obviously our setup is a little bit more jank than it is normally so and Allie hates cameron so i do but i have honestly not looked at it that much and i kind of forgot it was there so hey and right on cue i reminded you of it and now you're thinking about it um because we've talked about this to a couple of our other guests and we might have talked about it on yours but now that since we recorded your episode and months have passed now you've graduated college and now you're going into your graduate program and everything like that it's just like one thing after another you don't slow down which I find ironic because you always joke about me for working so much when you probably work like twice the amount that I do so like what in your mind, and please be deep on this because I need to shut up and I need you to talk more. What is like success to you? Because it feels like somebody else, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Zeta or Jade or somebody. We talked about like it never feels like, not that you're not accomplishing anything, but it's like, okay, on to the next. Yeah. So talk about that, please. I think success for me is like long term. Like when I think of success, I have like, short-term goals and long-term goals like short-term like I want to save enough to buy a house I want to graduate with my master's degree I want to have a successful job where I make enough income to be able to pay all my bills and be able to travel and explore and also still save and invest Mm. but like success in the long term is just having a happy and fulfilled life and for me I know that there are steps to for me to get there and like for my life to be fulfilled like I want to have a family I want to be able to financially support them I want to be able to have a career that I'm passionate and proud of I want to be able to experience life and travel and hang out with my friends and live in the moment but also still be like responsible and things like that and I think I had a good example of that because my parents are very determined in each in their own ways and they're very successful in what they choose to be and I envy that but also I want to be more than that so success is I won't be successful until it's the end of my life but that's not something that I'm like oh like I've never been successful it's something I'm like proud to keep pushing towards and like proud to keep working at it because at the end of my life I want to be like oh that was a success but like I'm not like deterring like I did graduate like that's damn that's exciting yeah and like I am going to my master's program early and young. That's exciting. Like, there's still accomplishments, but at the end of the day, I haven't hit the point of success yet. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I'm, like, sad, or it's not something that's, like, unachievable. It's just that I have to push myself, and I have to go harder. 
but I do also want my friends to slow down because I know what being burned out looks like. And sometimes I look at you and I'm like, yeah, you're really close to burning out. Well, you can, because you can function hard quotation marks off of your like two or three hours of sleep that you get and a Red Bull. for watching a baby. Yeah. Um, but like, do you ever, like if you don't, because you always go like above and beyond, but like, do you ever step back and be like, you, you feel defeated because like you might not have gotten accomplished as oh, much in a day. Okay. A hundred percent. And like my mom knows this, but I'll call her and I'll be like, I wasn't enough in this scenario. I didn't do enough in this scenario. And she'd be like, okay, we'll take a step, look back, look at your peers, look at that. And then also just think like there's something bigger than this. So there, there are moments where I'm like defeated and I don't think I did enough and I don't think I accomplished enough. And then I remember like, there's always tomorrow. This isn't the end of the world. I have bigger and greater things ahead of me. I just have to grit, bear down and push through it. But that's always easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, I think you're one of a couple people, some that we've had on the podcast, where – and some people that I've met, they that's all that they do is they have very little time for, like, being social and everything. They're hard-pressed on their studies and just trying to, like, build themselves up, and there's not a whole lot of wiggle room for, like, going out and – having fun and living a lavish lifestyle such as yourself. But I think you do a pretty good job of like balancing the two because like we could be out super late and then you wake up at eight o'clock the next morning. Yeah. I also think that like I need that balance. I can't be as driven in my professional and like school life if I don't have that social life to balance it. I need both. Yeah. And since I need both, I make sure that I do both. But I'm also not going to be spending too much time in my socials and not balancing everything else that I need to. Mm. I think I just have a unique way of being able to accomplish both, which sometimes I struggle at it, but I get pretty good. Because it's funny to me, I take this past semester, for instance, where I was uh, struggling, is the word that I will use, in statistics. And you were there in those library sessions where uh, a lot of studying was going on. And I would do like the, because only in this aspect, mom and dad, don't freak out. But like, I hate math. So I will do the least amount of work possible to secure just like the passing grade, which is not how I used to be. Like when I was younger, high school and like middle school, I would just like, I would try super hard. And then just like, if I ended up getting a bad grade anyway, then... I could have tried more, but I just kind of like lived with it. College, I'm like, screw this. I hate math. I just want to get this over with and never talk about it again in my life. But it was funny, like me doing what I could to like do the minimum amount, and you weren't okay with that. I was contempt, but you were like, no, we're going to keep studying because I know that you need to. And the funniest part about it was that worked. Like the times where you would tell me to do that, I would do better, like on my tests. Because like, you are okay with like accepting defeat and I can't it's not something I'm good at I also just like know that you can do more and like I know that you you're like uh I could but I don't want to okay well nobody wants to yeah but I don't know I guess 
I don't want to say that's a good thing because I don't want to like again make an excuse for it. But I know I can be doing more, and I have the ability to do it. I just choose not to. And then, but like when somebody as yourself like pushes me to do it, and it actually works, and I still am like, meh, I'll be fine. That drives people like you crazy, which I think is it, hilarious. No, it does because I'm like, did you do this? You're like, mm, no, I'll study the day before, and I'm like, can we at least get like the weekend to do it, or yeah. can we? Can we? I think I think the first session that we had going to the library, I said, yeah, my test is in like three days or something. And you're like, all right, well, like, how caught up are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention. And you're like, all right, well, I'll see you tomorrow in Atkins. And I was like, okay. And we didn't leave until you felt like it was a good stopping point, not me. Because, um, yeah, I was like, all right, well, I start going on my phone. And you, like, slap the phone out of my hand and make me Because do- everybody needs that person sometimes. Yes. I feel like you would do the same if it was, like, a different subject. For you or just, like, yeah. in general? So if you were struggling, you think that I would do the same thing for you? Yeah. Maybe not in, like, a school aspect, but in a different way. Like, there's not just the aspect where you can, like, support your friend through school. There's, just like, other stuff, too. Well, you're also, like, pretty good at math. Or, yeah. like, decent, good. Which word do you want to use here? Uh, pretty good. Good? Okay. Arrogant. Um... You're pretty good Slight at it. Flex. So, like, if you know a lot about it, then obviously that makes it easier to, like, help me with it. Yeah. But, but yeah, if I'm kind of, like, so-so on something, I might just be like, you know what, give up. <laughs> Let's go get food. We don't have to worry about it that much. Cookout room? Um, hey. Uh, yeah, I always think that's funny because you do have a pretty good balance of um, being able to, like, maximize your fun but also maximize your output of, like, work. My roommate said that they saw me in mommy mode. This week, and I said, don't oh. worry. I'm about to be irresponsible right after this. Have you been? So I have balance. Uh, today, I wasn't irresponsible, but I definitely was, like, back to my routine where I, like, focus on myself, and mm. I definitely did go to the ABC store today, so. <laughs> well, okay, looking back on it now, even though, again, I probably know the answer to this question, would you do that again, like, soonish? 100%. Really? That's just so interesting to me. I like. I would be like, no, you get a, like another I mean, year, like, maybe. Today was kind of weird. Like I like missed that little kid. So you missed sleep deprivation. So <laughs> you're saying? Yeah. I get what you're saying. You missed but a child, I, but yeah. I mean, do I want to sleep? Yes, but I do miss that kid. I she miss her too in a weird way because she was adorable. She was boring to me, and then I met her in person. She's like, adorable. She's not that bad. Her sister is also adorable. So yeah, cute family. So good job, Alexis, Paula. Excuse me. Um, before we end, because that's all of the. Uh, I'll say all of. We could keep talking, but like as far as a scripted conversation goes with Allie, this one went a lot better than the last um, one. That's what I have. But before we go. There's an ongoing joke, sort of, in a way, that I have with Allie, where I try to, because we talked about this on your first episode, where you hate, like, sentimentality and stuff like that. We have an ongoing joke where I just try to be, like, super emotional and sentimental with her, and she absolutely despises it. it. Um, So, to finish off the episode, I thought that I would mess with you again and show you something. And I need you to read aloud what this says. Can you do that for me? Sure. And not like hide away? Sure. If you start crying, we're not going to cut it either. You won't. But I'm not going to cry. Um, so these were the notes that I had for Allie's episode. 
You want me to read it out loud? Please. Questions for Allie's episode. Just kidding. Be yourself. Gross. And there it is. <laughs> so, um, anyway, thank you guys for um, watching or listening to this episode. Hopefully, I want to, like, garner more people on YouTube, especially now that, like, in the beginning, we're, we did, like, a collage of what Austin looked like and everything. Because I think Thomas and you have even told me, like, more people just listen to it and I don't care about, like, the YouTube aspect of it. Yeah. I love the YouTube aspect of it. Um, so, if you guys get the chance to definitely watch... Um, the YouTube video, if not for the Austin pictures, but also just, we look different now in this episode, so I think it's pretty cool. It's okay. If you guys are a devoted Spotify listener like myself, that's also fine. Yes. Obviously, we appreciate you guys listening wherever you can. Um, but yeah, you're screwed. Tom was probably going to do another episode with you. Um, awkward. I apologize, but... I rolled my eyes so you guys can't see it because I have a hat on, but I rolled my eyes. Uh, my hat, by the way. That is mine. That I look great in. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for sticking around and listening, and we will see you next Wednesday. Peace. Bye.